0: I threw the phone down angry and hurt that I couldn't reach the two people closest to me, the two people who would understand my disappointment and offer words of comfort I so desperately longed for. I had just realized or received news that was crushing to me and life-altering, not physically, I was going to be fine, but the path I had chosen, the direction I believed God had given me, had been closed." the door to my future and dreams that had been had been slammed shut and i needed comfort i sat there with tears streaming down my face lost confused and all alone wanting to connect with someone who loved me and they weren't picking up the phone i can't say it started out as a real prayer if that's even a thing but my heart was crying out i was so angry and so confused and i was talking lashing out probably, and finally begging Jesus to let me connect with my people. I needed to talk to them, I pleaded. And quietly and softly, my heart heard Jesus say, I am here, and I am enough for you. I still wanted to talk to my people, but I received something more. I received Jesus, just like the scripture says that we can boldly come To the throne of grace and receive his mercy and grace and help in time of need. From Hebrews 4.16. Jesus is available to us and we can, because of the work of Jesus on our behalf, the cleansing of our sin, we can boldly approach the throne of grace to find help in time of need. My circumstances did not change. That door is still closed to this day, but Jesus met me in my deepest need. I also got to reach out to my two people soon after that, but I had a moment with Jesus where I learned he is enough. I talked in the previous podcast about altars of remembrance, and those are the things that we have in our life, the reminders of God's faithfulness, because there's going to be times when God seems far, even though he's near, our circumstances are going to communicate to us that maybe he's far. And we need these altars, these stones of remembrance that we have firmly placed in the ground to remind us that God is faithful, that he has been faithful. So even though this was a painful time in my life and God altered so many things and the trajectory of my life changed, I still remember this is an altar of remembrance that God was faithful, that he heard me. And that Jesus was enough. He surrounds us with people that love us and care for us, but they're going to fail us. They're not always perfect. But Jesus is always there. He's always available to us. We have this ability to connect with the God of the universe through prayer. This God, he not only spoke our very world into existence, but he raised Jesus from the dead. And then he holds the whole world together. And he wants us to be able to communicate, to commune, to connect with him. We see some beautiful examples. Beautiful is not even the right word. We just see examples of prayer in scripture. If you just take a moment to read through the Psalms, even just pick one or two, you'll see the psalmist is so often laying out their heart, their true feelings, their true emotions, whether they're happy or sad or scared before the Lord. There's psalms of lament, but then there's also songs of thanksgiving. And then there's also psalms that we call imprecatory psalms, where we're upset and we're wishing ill on others, but it's just this honest going before the God of the universe honestly laying out our petitions our thoughts before the lord this great example of how we can pray pray jesus prays in scripture we see him going alone to pray and the disciples and those that followed him didn't really let him stay alone very long but we see him withdrawing to prayer to pray we see him in his most moment of anguish before the night before he's going to be betrayed and then led up to his death and then burial and resurrection. But we see him in the Garden of Gethsemane laying his heart out before his father. And then we see him also teaching the disciples how to pray when he goes through the Lord's Prayer with them. And then in John 17, we see him praying for us. He says, I do not ask on behalf of these alone, those who are listening, but for those also who believe in me through their word. We're believers in Jesus because he shared, (laughs) he came to this world and died and buried and rose, but he also passed on the truth and others passed on the truth. And because of that, we now believe in Jesus, those of us who do And he's saying that he's praying for those of us, us, who will believe in Jesus because of their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory which you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you have loved me. There's a lot in that verse. The only thing I wanted to focus on today was that Jesus was praying for us, that we would believe and know that he loves us, that God the Father loves us and desires a relationship with us. Prayer is connecting to our life source, Jesus. Truly the whole triune God, the creator of the universe. Prayer is saying, you are God and I am not. Prayer is choosing to submit our desires and will to the one true God. Prayer is saying, my heart hurts, but I choose to trust you. Prayer is saying, I don't like this, but I want your will above my own. Prayer is communing with God. Personally, I pray in all sorts of ways. My story at the beginning was this heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, tears begging God for something and Him giving me something more, Himself. I also pray when I hear music, sometimes through music, sometimes it's worship music, but sometimes it's just the beauty of music that reminds me of God. I pray when I'm in nature, when I see the beauty of his creation, when I'm able to breathe in the fresh salt air of the beach or the pine scent in the woods, in the mountains. I can pray through laughter when there's joy that just bubbles up inside of me. As I said before, I pray for tears, petitions sharing my desires, my hopes and dreams. I often journal. I often use a prayer journal to keep me focused and to pour out my heart, and then it's great to go back and see how God has answered. I have little reminders to pray for others. I use a specific type of car. Whenever I see that car, it reminds me to pray for someone. I have a ring that I wear that reminds me to pray for someone. I look for reminders when, um, there's, when I know somebody's going through a hard time. I look for a specific reminder that I'll see in my day to lift them up. And the Lord prompts me often just in the my stillness of my heart, the niggling of the Spirit. Some have also called it to remember to pray for others. But what do we do when we can't pray? What do we do when we can't pray? We know there are times when our heart is so downtrodden that we just don't even feel like we have the energy to pray. We also know sometimes we're so busy that we don't even take the time to pray. We also know there's times when we're so disappointed in God where we feel like he's not going to answer. And so we choose not to pray. Romans eight twenty six talks about this. It says, In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we should. I would even add, we don't always choose to pray when we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. God intercedes for us. We don't even understand how all of that works, but what I take from this is that even when I can't pray for whatever reason, my own brokenness, my own stubbornness, my own hurt, or I just don't have the words, He knows. He intercedes for us. Wherever you find yourself, today. Keep seeking Jesus. If you are encouraged, thankfulness. If you are discouraged, lean in. Seek him for himself, for his presence. If you are busy, seek him for stillness, grounding, hope. Keep seeking Jesus. Whatever your circumstances, keep seeking Jesus. If you take a moment i think about Jesus remember that he is available to us the same god who spoke the world into existence is in us and longs for relationship with us lord what do we need to remove from our lives what do we need to receive what do we need to reflect on today how is your prayer life are you enjoying the thrill of speaking with Jesus, why, why not? Which of the Psalms, as you reflect on Psalms, which of those resonates most with you? Are you withholding something from Jesus? Is he longing for you to release something to him? Or what are you rejoicing about? What is so bubbling up inside of you that you wanna sing and dance? about. Do you have an altar of remembrance? Things that you know for a fact are true about God, things that he has shown you and revealed into your life that you have an actual experience of remembering his faithfulness? Remember that today. Hold on to that today. If your faith is waning just even a little bit, hold on to that today because Jesus is faithful. Reflect on his faithfulness. Oswald Chambers said most of us would prefer, however, to spend our time doing something that will get immediate results. We don't want to wait for God to resolve matters in his good time because his idea of good time is seldom in sync with ours. But be patient. Ask the Lord for patience. Wait on him. Give him your heart, your desires, your fears, your circumstances. So thankful that we can pray, that we can commune with the God of the universe.